0: From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. From the Daily News, is written by said rag, the story begins for Hell's Kitchen resident, Bernadette Mastrangle, or uh, Master Angel. This woman's an eight-year resident of that neighborhood and a uh, lunch date with a friend ended ugly. Discourtesy of an unhinged and uninvited guest, a bare-chested homeless man wearing a red, white, and blue cowboy hat, a patriot, Flew into a range when the restaurant manager told him the bathroom was for customers only. Fuck you, he screamed, before turning on Master Angel's pal at a nearby table. He goes crazy, she says. uh, "Started yelling at us, gets in our faces, and uh, then this guy, the wind up the pitch, he spits into her food. And this is only one of many, many bizarre, unprovoked incidents that are happening right now in Hell's Kitchen. My guest today is a 40-year uh, veteran of the NYPD, and very fortunate to have him here, Detective Pete Panuccio. How you doing, Pete? Doing great, Pat. Doing great. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Uh, it's, uh, you know, after you've spent 40 years doing that, you know, uh, in the NYPD, which is like, there's not too many people who go beyond that, I would assume. No, not anymore. You, you must have seen
1: stuff like this many, many times. Yeah, it was pretty constant. Um, you know, just, just being a city resident, especially these days, um, it, it, it's, it's a constant I guess, onslaught. Is that a good word? I mean, I don't know because mm-hmm. everywhere we go. And you know what? Like where I live, I know the homeless guys that have been there for years. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with them. I'll help them out. Uh, I'll give them cigarettes, uh, you know, couple of bucks, never a problem. Right. Now, we have this uh, tsunami of homeless, especially in Midtown Manhattan, Times Square area, Midtown East, Midtown West. Mm-hmm. There's thousands of people. They right just, in the nice part. Yeah, and you know what? These blocks are now no-go zones. You, you just, you're just really taking your life in your hands. I wouldn't do it at night, uh-huh. but it's constant. It, it's, you know, just... With the outdoor dining, um, see, yeah, that's that's a, that's part of it, isn't it? And
0: and I was wondering about that because it almost seems as if like that's what he wants is for you know all these homeless. There's a huge homelessness uh, problem. None of them like the shelters, so they're all outdoors. And then we release a bunch of people because of COVID from Rikers and uh, other jails, and yeah, you know, we make people sit outside on the sidewalk and yeah. watch them defecate.
1: Yeah, and you got some stink bag walking by you. You know, just carrying on. The, to an, just an average person, these people are intimidating to begin with. Mm. Um, I've yeah. dealt with them. I have a lot of training in it. I was a hostage negotiator. Part of our training was dealing with psychiatric emergencies. So, you know, uh, I and I have just a 40-year experience of dealing with people like that. Uh-huh. For the average person, you know, and let's face it just sitting down to eat a restaurant meal is like a rare privilege these days in New York City. I mean, Ooh. some restaurants are open. Yeah, okay, but not
0: many. Yeah. Well, and then some of them that you if a place with plasticware, you know what I mean? They don't do dining uh, out, out on the uh on, on the sidewalk, they, they do a curbside service, which is just their nice way of saying, stay the fuck out of our restaurant.
1: Yeah, well, they got the curbside service, which works pretty good until it becomes a drive-thru. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of, uh, one thing you notice in New York City, there are a lot of people here who cannot drive. They uh, drive like shit. Oh, yeah. They're in a rush. They're barreling around. You're sitting there eating your taco, and the next thing, you got a Tahoe rolling over your head. I didn't even think of that. That's that's bound uh, yeah, to yeah, one the other night. The other night, the guy plowed through it. yeah, hit three people. Nobody died. Oh, my God. Where at? That was the Upper East Side. Upper East Side. Was the guy drunk? No, I don't believe so. I think it was an Uber. So, so, like, when you're not getting assailed by, you know, uh, some raving lunatic... You know, you have what I would call Uber Eats.
0: (laughs) I think that they try to uh, do too much at once. They multitask these Ubers. You know, they're trying to to drive and they're fiddling with maybe they got a phone call. They're trying to rape the woman in the back seat. It's a a lot, you
1: know, for one guy to manage. Well, it's multitasking, you know, um, but it's... It's an issue. It's definitely an issue. With some grooming time in, you know, and, and whatnot. But it says here that it's,
0: uh, that it's all happening brazenly in broad daylight, you know, as they describe it uh, in the daily news. It says their complaints elicit little response. Here's an example. A homeless couple enjoyed their own personal happy hour, openly splitting a 12-pack of Heineken at the bus stop on 42nd and 9th Avenue. It's always been a nice corner. It is. Over it by is. the Port Authority. You know. Heineken though I mean you know Would you really spring For, the, for an import If you were a, Yeah a,
1: I'm a lowbrow guy I probably would have went With Miller Wrapped in brown paper bag um, Speaking of A uh, couple having fun uh, See the two people Having sex On the subway steps The other day Is an Uptown Express 3 Train 2 Harlem one hundred
0: forty
1: eighth Street 6 Minutes Now Right here no, you all heavy you all heavy <laughs> Not right here. Y'all heavy. Yeah, y'all heavy. Yeah, that's heavy. I, I'm like th- now this this is a, a renaissance guy, I got to say. He's truly truly romantic. I'm I'm just curious if you bought a flowers afterwards. But this is a Midtown Manhattan subway station. Uh-huh. And this guy's just, you know, doing his thing and I mean there were people watching, there were people filming. Not a care in the world. People going up, and it was on
0: the on the stairs. I mean, they couldn't even get to the bottom of the stairs.
1: No, there's nothing. I think any New Yorker will identify with this. That there's nothing more romantic than that certain uh, aromatic essence of pee stink in the stairwells, because everybody pisses in the stairwells.
0: Yeah, it, it's it is an there's an aphrodisiac quality to it. I think it's it's very much like rose petals. Uh, and, and if you want to know what, what human feces tastes like, you can go breathe at, at Penn Station and you really get, I feel, un, you know enough of a, it's, it's like someone's holding a pile of shit right under your face. And, now, and and sometimes that is happening, but it's there whether you see that or not. I don't know why Penn Station. When it's the,
1: the Penn Station corridor right now between pretty much from like 30th up to about 45th, on 8th Avenue, going up past Port Authority, is absolutely horrendous. It's been horrendous for a couple of years now. It's like the epicenter of uh, people that smoke K2. The... (laughs) The McDonald's. I thought
0: that was Jamaica, Queens.
1: No, 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 no. It, it's bad. It was, it's 125th Street in Harlem, Uptown, uh, over near Park Avenue, and it's the 8th Avenue corridor, corridor down
0: here. And then they, there used to be some kind of a an outreach, homeless outreach thing there. It was a, a non-profit and whatever, and they just stopped doing their job. They just, like, closed up. They were like, we can't deal with this. They're,
1: they're probably overwhelmed. If you Go into the McDonald's over there. You're taking your life in your hands on 35th Street and Eighth Avenue, uh-huh. and the police department has put substantial effort into trying to clear this corner up and clearing the McDonald's up. Um, the junkies there, right? They it's bad. Up. It's yeah. absolutely horrendous. Mm-hmm. Last year we had a, a situation where there was there oh. was some bad heroin came out of there. The McHeroin. The we ended up having probably close to maybe five, maybe six uh, heroin overdoses. And you got to remember, the heroin today is all spiked with fentanyl, and um, and you know there was some arrests made. The the police department now—I got to say—it's actually uh, they're doing good work in that they are now tracking uh, overdose deaths. They're doing they're doing good work on it. I wish they could devote more resources to it. Because you end up with, you know, it's, it's, been, I mean, obviously the,
0: those people are very sick, you know. And yeah. The,
1: and you know what? It's one thing if you have, you know, a, a chemical you know. dependency, but you don't wish death on anybody. You wish them recovery and health. But that said, drug dealers are drug dealers, you know, they don't give a shit. They're going to sell whatever the garbage is they can sell. Um, I, what, One of the good things that they did was that, you know, they started tracking, you know, the product. They're finding out who the dealers are, and they're prosecuting these people on a federal level. Good. So they stay locked up? Yeah, yeah. You know what? When you get prosecuted by the feds, uh, they have a 98% conviction rate. Your ass is going to jail. Yeah. Yeah. We can go back and forth and argue, and people say, oh, but the drug laws are very draconian, this and that. Well... Actually, the problem is, is that in the sense that you're selling death and killing people, your ass belongs in jail. Sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's the perfect product, you know. I mean, people come back and beg you for it. You know, they come back and they'll do anything to get it. I knew one guy. I know a guy. In fact, he's on the show tomorrow night on Crime Report. uh, Dan Janis. He was a junkie. And this guy came from a good family. He went to Stuyvesant High, went to NYU. Uh, you yeah, know, and then he uh, got into heroin, and he wound up broke, of course, and robbing people for heroin money, right? And I don't think he used a weapon. He didn't use a weapon, but he would always apologize when he was done. They they called him the apologetic bandit in the post. Politeness counts. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't hurt. And and I think they got him for a few robberies. They gave him ten years. You know, first offense of any kind. You know, and so you know he calls himself the uh, the great white defendant. I don't know. Uh, how, how that sort of thing works uh, for real. But I do know that uh, he came out much different than, than he went in. He went in and he was uh, the most liberal guy you could imagine. He came out, he was like, uh, he, he said he was red-pilled overnight the day he walked out, you know, because yeah, J- uh, cause the world had changed so
1: much. Well, jail will have that effect on you. Um, you know, there are people that do, you know, we discussed this the last time. There are people that will commit a crime, and we'll do their circumstance or whatever, they wind up in jail. Mm-hmm. And there are, there are people out there, actually quite a few, that you know what? They see the light and they're like, I don't ever want to deal with this again. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, I cheered them on. I prayed for them. I wish them well. God bless. I know a couple of guys like that. You know, uh,
0: Tlaib Starks, uh, who I do a show with on Thursday at Compound, is. Uh, I don't know if he even discusses that. It was probably in one of his books. He's got, he's got a book called Black Lives Matter. And uh, he, this was from 2015 or
1: so. Let's talk about some shootings because there's tons. Uh, I well, don't even know, I'll be honest with you. I don't even know where to begin anymore with the shootings. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a totally preventable situation. Uh-huh. We shouldn't be having a conversation over which shooting to discuss because there's so many shootings. That should not be a topic of conversation. Yeah. This is insanity. It's an abdication of leadership by de Blasio, mm-hmm. by all these clowns that are presently running, uh, you know, New York City. Yeah. We should.
0: It, it, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And and so and they, they try to blame the cops uh, by saying there's a slowdown. And Dermot Shea says, no way. It's, he said the same thing you do. It's a, it's an absence uh, of leadership, uh, which all comes from the top. And, you know, they've changed certain laws now. Uh, that if you if you grab somebody by – if you wrestle around with somebody, it's almost like the cop is going to jail. So, like, you don't want anything to go sideways. And um, so – and, and, again, it's like, – similar to the to the homeless people, you know. I mean like they've kind of settled down up there in in Hell's Kitchen quite a bit and around and uh they you know, they've been putting them in hotels. This is a crazy time. No tourists are coming.
1: Yeah, I'm sitting there yesterday, watching TV, and a commercial comes on from New York City. Mm-hmm. Do you need a hotel room? Do you have covid issues? Are you homeless? You know, you know, check in at the Marriott. You know, if you would have checked in at the Marriott or I would have checked in the Marriott, it's going to cost us $400 a night. Yeah. And these hotels, they are loaded top to bottom. Nobody will give an accurate number. I've heard... A number around three it's costing around three million a day to house these people (laughs) i would go say it's probably higher than that and 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 it's only to to ruin it first
0: of all to ruin it i mean the hotels i guess they have to take the money because like they have no it'll be a write-off because
1: they're gonna have to be renovated from top to bottom And, and you know what if i'm a homeless guy say in newark i'm like whoa wait a minute they're living good over in New York. What's that I hear? <laughs> I'm hopping on the path train. I'm going over to New York City, and I'm getting myself a hotel room for the night. Shoot you right across that river, you know. Same way
0: with uh, Occupy Wall Street. I think a lot of those people stayed because they saw, like, hey, you know what? This is uh, this is pretty cool here. You know, they came from yeah, around good the world.
1: Benefits and you know. Um, but you know, to get back to your point. Uh, Commissioner Shade's 100 percent right. There is no slowdown. That's that's a thing that's being foisted out, uh, foisted on the public. Jemani Williams is carrying on about it. Yes, Eric Adams, um, Donovan Richards, these guys are all carrying on about the job slowdown. No, it's not a slowdown. Yeah, you people on the city council have prevented the cops from doing their job with your diaphragm section of that bill. Yeah, which it. is going up for a vote on Thursday. Uh, I, I believe it's there. I'm sorry. It's going up for a vote next week. They're having discussions about removing one word, reckless. Um, it, It's not enough. That you have to do it recklessly. You have to be reckless. and <laughs>
0: Which is uh, about as uh, subjective as you can get in terms of, you know, like, what's reckless? Yeah.
1: Cops don't go out there with the intention of being reckless. No. They're stopping a crime that's occurring. Right. Even
0: uh, Derek Chauvin wasn't reckless. He was methodical. It, it, you know what I mean? If, if reckless is the line, then then he would be cleared. I mean, that's it's such a weird thing to hinge it on. You know, they they want to change it as little as possible. I'm sure, but come on. Yeah, at
1: the end of the day, the the cops. It's not that they don't want to do their job. They can't do their job because you may wind up going out there, you know, and you're rolling around with somebody, and you're going to wind up on top of them. And next thing you know, uh, kissing—you know—in a lot of these DAs, they're going to lock your ass up. Yeah, they can't wait to. I mean, Cyrus
0: Vance is—I don't know what he's got against Law and Order. I think they all five kind of got together several years ago and said, "We're not going to prosecute this. We're not going to prosecute this
1: other thing." Well, turnstile that, jumping that, is legal. Turnstile—you know what? The, the turnstile jumping was one of the things that people should have been paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety. New York City was an armpit, total armpit. And the subways, you know, if you were going to give New York City an enema, that's where the hose would go in because the subways <laughs> were that bad. So now what happens? Bratton comes in. Bratton says, you know what? We're going to restore order. Lock the turnstile jumpers up. Put them through the system. Mm-hmm. They carry people. They have people drugs, guns. It was that sense of lawlessness. And you know what? Subway crime went down almost ninety percent within a year, just like that.
0: And and the guns that they're taking off people, like you said, you know, like it's not just because it's too fucking seventy five. It's not about that. It's about the people that you catch, because because normally if somebody's carrying a gun around and they're doing other crimes, they're not going to like get a metro card and no, swipe you're dealing, it through.
1: You're dealing with people with a thug mentality. Just that's how they go through life. Sure. So if you really think they're concerned about having a metro card on them to pay the fare, <laughs> you know right. this this. That's not what's going through their mind. <laughs> they're not mind.
0: waiting around saying, "Can I get a swipe?"
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. And uh, so, 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 tell
0: me, like, when it was that, and then it was the squeegee guys too. That was next. Squeegee right? you
1: guys scared people, and they were they were everywhere. You know, I don't no, leave my car alone, yeah. right? As a cop, you know, I'm gonna, you know. If I'm stopped at a light, and you know what? Some of these people you see, you look at them and you say, man, this guy's really down on his luck. All right? I'll give you a buck Uh because I want to help you. Not because I want you to clean my windshield, which is going to be dirtier than after you're done. So Get the fuck away from my (laughs) car. But you know what? Don't shake me down. Don't threaten me. Don't scare me. But now you take an average person. They're scared. And, uh, you know, that was when... That was another issue when 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 Giuliani took over, man, squeegee man, beware! Right, we didn't see squeegee men in the city for probably up until I guess they 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 came out again around 2015, 2000, you started seeing the return of the squeegee man. Yeah, I remember that. seeing it in the post. I, I, I never saw any actual squeegee. I never drive. Yeah, they're around. I yeah, see them. Yeah,
0: they're around. And, and and what was the attitude of the city at the time? Were they? I mean, were, were they so burnt out on crime? It seems like later on, a little revisionist stuff, they were talking about civil rights violations and all this shit that Giuliani did like he's some kind of devil. You know, because he cleaned up the a whole, a whole city.
1: Yeah, how, what a horrible human being, you yeah. know? he. Uh, as I, I've said it on your show two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Everything that's good in New York City comes from the fact that the city became safe again. That's when people came back. That's when investment started. It wasn't because your kids are smarter. It wasn't because the streets were cleaner, you know. It was because the city was safe. People do not like lawlessness. They didn't like it then. They don't like it now. Yeah. This... Ass clown de Blasio seems to, you know, celebrate and rejoice in this fucked up behavior. I mean, I I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand that. I don't understand how these people in the city council can sit back and say, oh, this is a good thing. You know, it's not. People
0: are scared. How did he get so... I mean, I know how he got so powerful. I mean, first of all, being mayor, he's, he's like basically the third most powerful guy in the country or something like that. I mean, it's, it's a, it's
1: a big job being mayor of New York Ten, City. Listen, look at it this way. The GDP. Yeah. 10% just comes out of New York City. Okay? That's 10% of the mm-hmm. nation. A lot of wealth. It's a tremendous... It's an economic engine. It, it's one of the cylinders in the engine of our economy. Potentially. I mean, it was. I mean, now they, they've done everything just to
0: bring it back around. The homeless people harassing these street... It, it, restaurants are trying hard just to survive.
1: I have to double check on it. I heard something last night that they're talking about indoor dining not resuming to next year. 50% of the restaurants in New York City are already closed. Yeah. Everybody else is hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Amazon's not operating restaurants in the city yet, apparently. Uh no. No, well if with AOC, uh <laughs> you know, Amazon won't be operating <laughs> here at all. I believe they are making uh, uh I know they did lease some space, but nothing on the scale of what they were going to do. Which is another thing. You got to pardon me for going off topic here. No, no, no. We're right. <laughs> but excuse me. Um you got to pardon me for going off topic here. But only cuz I get so excited about it. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I get I just like what was she thinking? All right, you talk, you know, they come, oh, they're going to get tax breaks, this and that. Talking a multi-billion-dollar investment, okay, in the city, twenty-five thousand jobs, and she says, "Well, we don't want that neighborhood to gentrify anymore." This is how fucking stupid she is. Long Island City gentrified in the nineties. That ship has sailed. Yeah, and you use that lame excuse to keep a. You know, you can say good things about Amazon. You can say, but I, don't, I really don't know. I don't have much of an opinion on Amazon. Amazon's going to be Amazon wherever they are. It might as well bring a bunch of jobs
0: to the, to the area. Yeah,
1: and it wasn't, you know, does Amazon hurt small mom and pop businesses? Yeah, it does. But this is also the way our lives are revolving. And the, what they were talking about was a corporate-type headquarters there. Who in their right mind, what politician... Would turn down that economic opportunity. No, no, nobody, nobody. Right, but this is the kind of ass backwards thinking that dominates New York City today. She's a moron. She's an, She really is breathtakingly stupid. Yeah, the flip side of the coin is, is that all of a sudden, de Blasio and Cuomo are coming out with, you know, oh, we need to. Two guys, another two buffoons that you can't trust because uh, you don't know, uh, you know, how deep their hands are in anybody's pocket. Um, you, and you don't know how
0: much now De Blasio. I've always thought was just a, a kind of a dum dum. He's not. He's not stupid. And at he's all. not. He's really not. It, it took me a while to figure that out. I mean, he is. He's. Uh, he's satanic.
1: You know. He's, well, he, he's. He's a grifter. Um, he's smart. You know, in that respect. Yeah. Um, in that sense. But he sees what's going on, which to me, like you said, satanic, evil. Yeah, um, just a, just a horrible. He's, he's
0: treacherous. He's petty. He's uh, he, he's 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 vindictive. Uh, you know, I mean, like like painting BLM on the street in front of a uh, in front of
1: Trump Tower. It's a very childish thing to do. All of it done completely a violation of existing laws and regulations. Exactly, exactly. I'm the mayor. Fuck you. I'm painting my BLM sign to piss Trump off. Yeah, mind you, Trump is probably just like laughing, saying, "Look at this douche." And yeah, Trump lives in Florida now. And all now. done now is caused more divisiveness
0: in the city. Well, and, and uh, as I look at this uh, in, in the New York Post, why the Fifth Avenue Black Lives Matter mural is another de Blasio disaster. It was vandalized again over the weekend. It's a dangerously divisive symbol. They... Uh, they, you know, painted uh, the, the bright yellow letters on the pavement. Now, police have arrested the vandals, and uh, in light and opinion has denounced them as crackpot Trump supporters.
1: Well, well you know what? They want to play, put their BLM out there. Okay. Give me some fair play.
0: Yeah, exactly. Let me go- paint
1: a blue line down the middle of Fifth Avenue, or let me go across the street and put all lives matter, or blue lives matter. Yeah. Um, You can't have it both ways and not, you know, offend the other half of... Society that doesn't want this out there. It's a political
0: message. If I it, I think if I got to put something on there, it would just be, fuck this shit. <laughs> that works. <laughs> there's so. It seems like there's a conditioning that's going on through that. And I, and I guess now the governors just want to hold on to this executive power through the election so they can tamper with the votes and the mail-in and all that kind of stuff. They'll have incredible power to do that. Yeah, well, the
1: Emperor Cuomo is another guy that can kiss my ass. I, I, I mean, yeah. just before I retired, I spent months dealing with the... It was part of my... Job was to investigate DOAs. We had a lot of COVID deaths, especially with the elderly people and people that were sick. Yeah, COVID was an issue. COVID is probably still an issue right now, and I think do we need to be careful? Yeah, we do. It doesn't hurt. But this guy sitting up in Albany and just you know issuing his emperor's decrees, and and you know what? It, it, He's, he's just a lying snake. He plays it whichever way it
0: suits him at the moment, mm-hmm. and and he he makes these decrees that don't really have anything to do with COVID. Like you have to have a food, you have to have food with your drink. what what the hell is he talking about? He doesn't want people having fun. That's what it seems like. They want this to be a very focused. It has to touch every aspect. If you could just go out and have a few drinks, I know a lot of people like to do that. I haven't had a drink in 20 years. Tonight might be the night. But this uh, situation where people have to get food,
1: it turns it into a whole, like, thing. Well, he's pushing the envelope. I I honestly think that they're just going to keep pushing it to see how much, how far they can go, how much the people will put up with. I don't think there's any limit. I don't think that there's
0: any point where, where a lot of these people will say, no, 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 no. I just don't. I, I, mean, locking it down for two weeks, and now it's been six months.
1: Yeah, and, I think by the end of, uh, I figure, like at, at the rate we're going with Cuomo, I think maybe another seventy years will be fine, and we'll finally flatten the curve. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I they flatten the economy. Yeah, they like flatten that. Which I think I've always said this from the beginning. I, I, I think they'll they'll take the temporary hit right now, if they think it'll hurt Trump's re-election chances down the line. Oh, the hit. This is what they want. They want to destroy the economy.
0: I think they love the drain out of the city. They figure it'll fill up with the kind of people that they like. And uh, I really, I mean, Cuomo has just remained popular statewide, so he's even got upstate. People don't really, like, see it the same
1: way down here. They Actually, don't care. Cuomo, once you, other than the, the, the big Democratic strongholds upstate, once you get out into the into the woods up there, it's red. Yeah. Um, there's, people don't realize that, yeah, you know what, the uh, The electoral college, yeah, we always go, the votes go Democratic. But if you look at the popular vote in New York City, uh, I'm sorry, New York State, New York City and a couple of Democratic strongholds, that decides, the you know, yeah, where the go. votes are going. If you look at the actual numbers... They're not that far apart. Cuomo
0: is another one I never had a strong opinion about until. Just that, you know, like, I used to like watching him and de Blasio kind of mix it up. You know, they always had. Well, like they can't stand each other. Yeah, they, they're they two different types. Of, well, you know, yeah, de Blasio a fake Italian, you know, and, and Cuomo kind of like, you know, he's like Joe Spaghetti Sauce or something, you know.
1: Let me tell you about my mother's <laughs> sauce. You know what? I don't want to hear about your mother's sauce. I really don't give a shit. because You want have, to know something? Food. My mother's sauce is better than your mother's sauce anyway. Yeah. So suck it, Cuomo.
0: And, and your little brother can suck it, too. It's this here, self-awareness and thinking outside his own personal ideological box this is one of his and her strengths after several weeks of this nonsense. Time for the mayor to rethink the decision to paint it. You know, the, the post has, has actually become, it's, it's kind of like swinging back a little bit against some of this stuff, which is nice. Now, some stats. How about this? I promised shootings before. Now, in last Monday's Daily News, the paper somberly reported uh, that, quote, New York's savage summer of violence hadn't magically cooled off yet with nearly two dozen shootings, four of them fatal. In total, 36 victims of shootings shot by the shots of armed shooters, locked and loaded, ready for pew-pew. Now, meanwhile, a man presumably unarmed used his arms to inflict a, a painful, deadly beating. The old-fashioned way, he earned it, uh, and uh, so that's that's apparently four out of five. You know, killers prefer guns when they kill.
1: Yeah, who we'll wants to work up in this, a sweat in the hot weather? You know, he's it's like uh, that fifth
0: dentist. You know, <laughs> yeah, she's
1: <laughs> a yeah. sugar shit. If they think this is bad now, as restrictions ease and more people are back in the city and out on the streets. All these guys that were doing strong arm robberies are going to be doing gunpoint robberies because everybody's got it in their head they can carry a gun.
0: Yeah, and, and, the, uh, and they're
1: not really wrong
0: because the the anti crime unit is uh, it's gone, it's gone. And th- those are the people that those are the guys that took guns off the streets. It's it's it seems like an obvious connection. It was the very week that that happened. You the, know, the explosion started right there. I mean, come on. Uh, now this week. 45 shot over the weekend, Not instead of 36. Awesome. That's great. It's, it, there were 36 victims in 23 shootings. This is 40 45 people shot. Nearly four dozen people were shot, it says, New York City over the weekend, as it recorded its 12th consecutive week
1: of surging gun yeah. violence. My, my opinion on that is that none of them should have been shot. End of story. If you follow basic sound police practice, what we've been doing for all these decades, mm-hmm. none of those people will be shot. And the Blasio, uh, and Cuomo, because Cuomo started the whole ballroom of criminal justice reform, oh. should hang their heads in shame. They own this. I thought you were going to end after
0: hang. I'd be ah. fine with it. <laughs> it's just, a, I mean, like, really, when you think about the, the number of deaths that they are personally responsible for, and, and really, you know, it they don't talk about these things they don't ever talk about the the the, the, the they very seldom does this come up now that the tabloids did discuss it we'll discuss it regular people yeah, they discuss don't want it. to
1: own it it's theirs. they own it
0: yeah they own it and the only time they want to talk about it is when it's one guy who sh- shoots you know 23 people then that's something they care about or if a cop does it
1: well yeah in of the course, course of yeah.
0: his duties you know what I mean so but it, it, and and the thing is their shootings come up so much less frequently. You have dozens of these every weekend, and they don't give a shit about that. But if one guy, you know, comes in and, and has a manifesto or some shit, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just making the observation. No, but you're not going to hear the end I hope it. you enjoyed the first half of my conversation with retired NYPD homicide detective Pete Panuccio. Well, sometimes you, when you got to go, you got to go. I understand that. Just recently left the job after 40 years of dedicated service to the people of New York City, and I, and I know you, appreciate when I occasionally have a guest... Who actually knows something Thanks Pete Nuccio, And tune in for the rest of that on
1: Friday I actually had the New York Post in my hand And underneath it was my Off-duty 38 caliber revolver Friday Second half Tomorrow
0: night though what, Thursday night On Crime Report Big show My buddy Thomas Palladino at the desk Attorney Maria Rutenberg uh, She's been harassed and threatened After forcing officials in her town To paint over their BLM street mural we'll, We're going to hear all about that Also, a reporter, author, reform junkie, and ex-convict, Dan Jenis. On panel, along with the very sexy and unapologetically conservative, Katie Rose. Plus, the return of Detective Dakota, President Trump with Mike Figgs, and Jason Scoop, Dan Kreisman. It's a big, big show. Watch live online at Compound Media, 7.30 p.m., live from the studio, where the truth is still true, 7.30 Compound Media, and if you've searched for me on Patreon... You probably didn't find me. It's because I'm shadow banned or something or whatever. But I'm on there and would love your support. So go to Patreon.com slash PatDixonNYC. You won't find it any other way. Patreon.com slash PatDixonNYC. And for just $5 a month, you can get access to old episodes of the New York City Crime Report with Pat Dixon, which are unavailable anywhere else check out crime report merchandise a nice variety of t-shirts posters hoodies socks great stuff all the colors see if there's something you like maybe there is rush delivery available from crime report stuff store it's linked right at the top of crimereport.nyc That's crimereport.nyc follow the link check out the merch see if there's something you like and thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report